0: This is the 77WABC Minicast. And we have with us also, from the West Coast, as John says. <laughs> the West Coast. The West Coast. York, I'm going to adopt it. I know. I love that. Congressman, it's so great to have you here in studio. You yeah, a real living congressman here, not just some old great. guy. Oh, you, go, here yeah, here. Wow. you are breathing fire. Yeah. You I, I'm going to
1: draft Pete King to make the comeback, to come back into the 118th Congress. We need you back.
0: Yeah, his fire. <laughs> I we tried, I it tried too. that a
1: half hour ago. You're yeah. Yeah. Right. It's it's didn't work there. I you're tried it.
0: Right. I tried Uh, Let me give you my wife's phone number, Nick. (laughs) (laughs) So, Congressman, what's on the plate? First, I want to ask you, what is the big agenda items? One of the things I'm thinking, first off, Israel funding. That was the first thing I know that um, the new speaker who we had on, which was I thought he was terrific um, when he came on here on the show. But the first thing he passed was a resolution supporting Israel. And then also the House passed the funding where are they at? Because look what's going on right now.
1: Well, I mean, Speaker Johnson's phenomenal. I mean, I think he showed when 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 we elected him as speaker after what was a really messy couple of weeks and something that should never have happened. Kevin McCarthy should still be the speaker. Uh, this, this was this was a grave error. But the the good thing is we have a good man leading our, our conference now. He dispensed with all of the pageantry of an election of a speaker. He stood down. He says, I don't want any parties. I don't want any receptions. We're going to get to work. We'll be back in an hour. We're going to pass a resolution so- showing this body's support for the state of Israel. And then the next week we came back and we not only presented an aid package of $14 billion to support Israel, but we showed a way to pay for it. We took it out of Joe Biden's army of IRS agents, the 87,000 IRS agents that uh, that he he shoved into the budget last year. And uh, we we eliminated those as a way to pay for this. That is now sitting at the Senate. Guess what? Crickets. When what can? Uh, that, well, what's the time frame? So so they will take no action. And Chuck Schumer has sworn he will take no action. It's amazing the amount of Democrats that refuse to vote for Israel aid just because they, they voted for IRS agents over Israel. It's it's amazing, uh, but. We need action. We are going to take these issues separate, no matter how much Joe Biden wants to lump all of the foreign situations into one package. Uh I like things that are simple, easy to understand for people. So Israel, yes, strong, strong support. Ukraine, we need, you know, there, there's a, obviously the mission is clear. Putin is a butcher and a murderer. But there's people that want safeguards to make sure that that we're not getting ripped off, that our European allies are coming to the table at the at the levels that they have pledged to. And. Uh, we also have a southern border that's raging as we have a, a just an endless flow of people coming illegally over the southern border. These things need to be addressed before we give a one-size-fits-all $105 billion foreign aid package to the president.
0: Yeah, and speaking of the border, uh, the president last week finally said the word fentanyl, Congressman Langworthy. But you know what's amazing? He doesn't say close the border. It's like as if fentanyl magically appears in the United States. I used the word Iran yet? I don't think he has, and in fact, over the weekend he still hasn't used it. He kept saying Hamas, Hamas. This
1: is the most sad and feckless foreign and domestic policy that I think this country has ever had. I mean, elections have consequences. Congressman, folks, we got who you bought. What what I said on Friday is that uh, this reminds me today because I'm older than all you guys except me and King here. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Yeah, it reminds me. Weinberg is a kid, by the way. What happened during Abe
0: Lincoln again? What no, was
1: that? Jimmy Carter was president. Right. <laughs> and, and everybody was waiting for Ronald Reagan to take over. Well, Jimmy Carter, uh, Joe Biden, Jimmy Carter loved America. And I'm worried about Jimmy, uh, Joe Biden. I, I certainly am. We're seeing a foreign policy that has no direction. No direction. No guts. Uh, No, we're we're not celebrating American exceptionalism, and we're certainly not putting America first.
0: And they don't fear us. How many
1: attacks have we had? There's 74 74 attacks today. today. Uh, 74 attacks. uh, One is too many. uh, One is too many. Our troops are going to get demoralized. I mean, I, mean, the, I mean, the same thing that you heard out of Bill Bratton right with the cops—the right. demoralization of our, our our men and women in uniform, whether it's they're domestically here as law enforcement officers or those that are putting their lives on the line in the Middle East right now. Yeah. The fact that this is going on and you have a commander in chief that's not standing strong and tall and saying, hell, no, this isn't going to happen on my watch.
0: Well, and I wonder what he what would have happened had he done that to begin with. I mean, he didn't do it with Ukraine. He said minor incursion. Look what happened. Didn't do it. Isn't doing it here. He's still kind of a little waffly, even if you hear his language. It's still a, waffly is not
1: good, Congressman. It, it, it's it's a And that's in, in the world watches. When you have a weak president, there's a lot of international mischief. You know who didn't have it? Ronald Reagan. You know who didn't have it? Donald Trump. Because when you got cowboy diplomacy and people say, I can't take this guy for granted, I don't know what he's going to do, you have a more peaceful world.
0: Well, one of the things we've talked about here also, and we've talked a lot about on the show, and I think it needs to be brought up again, is the fact that we are not sanctioning the oil I mean, that's an easy thing. They're making $2 billion a week. How do you think they're paying
1: for their war machine? That's who's paying their terrorism. The four mullahs in Iran are paying for the terrorism. And we're going round and round with Qatar talking about unfreezing assets. I mean, they should be starved out, period. And they're still holding
0: Americans. By the way, today it came out just a little bit ago. Eight to nine Americans are still left. They only got the one girl. They got the two women early on. But in this batch... And now there's a lot of men and there's a couple women that are left of this, of the Americans. They believe there's still obviously a lot of other hostages. Where is our president who said, you know what? You're not going to get a one day of ceasefire unless you release the Americans. We haven't heard that.
1: We haven't heard anything out of this president. There's no plan. When when Ronald Reagan took office, the Iranians were so crapped out that, that they released the prisoners before Ronald
0: Reagan entered office. Right. Right. And by the way, they need to fear us again. Well, We're, and they waiting, don't. we're Respect waiting for our, our next fear. Ronald Reagan. Yeah, that's a great... I stole no, your line, John, by no, the way. Okay. I'll use that on the later show, too. Right, got <laughs>